0: The Avs, of course, on the penalty kill. Avalanche get a shorty. It is now 2-0. Avs. And uh, here we go with uh, the Avalanche now successfully killing off the penalty. There's that.
1: You didn't even wait for me to start recording to say all that. Okay, we you could have, to... we could have, we could have had that man. That was show content. You just you throw me it away. Do...
0: Should I do it again? <laughs> I mean, that's up to you. So, breaking news, news. Jaco, you're gonna love it. In fact, they've just gone to break, which is. How awesome this is going to be ESPN plus of course ESPN doing hockey again. Your Colorado Avalanche taking on the Seattle Kraken in Seattle for the first time ever. And here we are 13 minutes remaining in the first period. Not only have your Colorado Avalanche scored once, but on the penalty kill. Breakaway, Nachuskin grits the puck. Nice, awesome, shorty goal. Yes, your Colorado Avalanche up two to zero. 13 minutes remaining in the first period in Seattle. There is your KRDN Eyewitness News 8 slash Beer Blues and BS Sports Update.
1: Legend tales of a place. Where the booze flows freely and the stories are always entertaining. If you are bold enough to seek out such a place, head 13 miles down the Tuscany Highway to a tiny blues joint known as the Townsmith Tavern. Once there, (laughs) enjoy the ride. Ladies and gentlemen, you are listening to a UA production of Beer, Blues, and (laughs) Bowl.
2: Excuse me, you can't say that. You're going to lose your family friendly rating. You're going to corrupt the kids.
1: BS. A podcast that invites you to grab a cold beverage, pull up a seat, and enjoy time with friends. And here are your hosts, Howard Blues and the Mark Kidder.
2: Good evening, ladies
1: and gentlemen, and welcome to Beer Blues and BS, the podcast that takes all kinds of pills to get all kinds of thrills, but the thrill we'll never know is the thrill that'll get you when you get your picture on the cover of the Rolling Stones. I'm your host, Howard Blues, here, as always, with my co-host, the man, the myth, the legend, the Mark Kidder. Kidder, how you
0: doing tonight? Do we have the rights for that just wondering
1: we don't have rights to any of the songs i have referenced in the opening and that's not going to stop me so
0: great great so i guess my mood is slowly deteriorating and the like ever impending doom and likelihood of class action lawsuits against ska scotch and scuttlebutt wait no that's the other show uh rum rocket rumors damn it wrong show again um yeah beer blues and bs hey buddy (laughs) how you doing (laughs) i'm doing all right kidder feeling a bit tired didn't
1: get a lot of sleep fighting off a bit of a headache but i'm gonna try and power through this show so okay you're gonna have a good time
0: i'll I'll try and talk a little softer for you so then we have the true podcast voice here and that way your head will not explode don't speak too softly kidder i might fall asleep Okay, I will increase my volume by 10%. <laughs> oh, wait. There's somebody else in the in the room tonight. Mm. I suppose that we should introduce this wonderful guest joining us on Beer Blues and BS for not the first time and not the second time, but a threepeat if I am not mistaken. Oh, See, that's why I'm mistaken cause it is a four Pete who again gets an award for for the, for the fourth time on this show. You can't see it, but Howard Blues just face palmed exactly like Captain Picard would. It's the local geek. Welcome back, our Triple B Brewmaster in Chief.
2: Thanks for having me back, guys. And okay. in your defense, Mark, yeah, it's my third time on the actual podcast. The fourth that would have been the uh, live brewing.
0: Ha-ha! <laughs> ha! Take that, Howard the Ref. <laughs> bastard. I actually knew that. Okay. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Where am
1: oh. I? <laughs> uh, what are, we, what are we doing here? Um, I don't know. Well, I guess we're trying to do a show. Maybe we maybe we should just move to what's on tap. Okay,
0: <laughs> let's do that. Put this <laughs> back on the rails. First, first topic, and we've already sunk the damn ship. Uh, all right. So obviously we we have the Triple B Brewmaster in chief in person here on the show, which means that yes, it is time once again to try some tasty beverages brewed locally. Would you tell us what we have on tap tonight? Brewmaster Extraordinaire. Well this one's a fun one. You can't tell probably too much
2: through the bottle here. But it's an Imperial stout coming in around ten and a half percent. Uh it's a chocolate milk style stout. So it's gonna have some sweetness to it. Some chocolatey notes of course, that high alcohol content, so you're going to get a little bit more bite from it than you normally would.
0: Awesome. Did you pre-pour yours, or have you drank it all already?
2: I have not, because I actually have a surprise for you guys. You have a surprise? I'm, I'm, I'm going to pour it into
0: this. Whoa! <laughs> hold, hold it up for the people in the back, too. <laughs> oh, you got to say something, like the camera. Uh, oh,
2: yeah, I, I yeah. forgot. I got to talk to make it focus in on me the the fancy beer blues bs pint glasses that they have on their swag store
0: beer blues bs.com if you want to get your own you can check that out get your uh, very own triple b glass and uh, be just like the brewmaster himself and and uh, like us as well but tonight i did not port in triple b glass i am supporting your colorado avalanche and have uh, poured it out. I wanted to do it early just in case, uh, you know, it uh, pulled a Howard and went everywhere. Uh, and I'm glad that I did because I burped it six times before actually popping the cap off. And it still spewed a little bit in the uh, sink there. It, it was pretty It was pretty pissed.
2: Mine hasn't done anything. Yeah. I, don't, I don't know what your problem was. This is also, yeah. by the way, the inaugural pour for this glass right here. Nice.
0: And now he's got to say something because it took the camera. <laughs> there you go. Look at that pour. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Good job, local geek. That is That is a brewmaster pour if I ever saw one right there. Yeah, a, just a nice
2: frothy head on it there. Kidder, I know that you know the audience is probably all excited
1: when uh you know Derek shows up because they know uh oh Howard's probably gonna have uh beer problems, <laughs> he's gonna have to take a shower. <laughs> I, I, I hate to though say I uh <clears throat> I did pre pour mine um because new house, new carpet. But uh if it makes you feel better, kidder, I, I shared this with Derek. Um, I still had issues when I did my pour. Mm.
0: <laughs> that's that's quality. Mm-hmm. That's quality. And kind of I see set.
2: you ended up with the bottle that didn't have a label still on it, so you couldn't uh, get them confused. That That's a good thing, as we know from <laughs> past experience. But, uh, hey, Kitter, Kidder, I got one more surprise for you.
0: For me?
1: For you. You see, uh, even though we're lucky enough, Derek is here. He's brought us these great beers. Uh, We have to thank somebody else. We have to do a shout out to one Eric Moe who actually bought all of the beers and is the sponsor
0: of tonight's What's on Tap. All right. Thank you, Mr. Eric with a K for buying us a beverage. I uh, also believe and correct me if I'm wrong on this, but he would be the inaugural beer buyer.
1: He is. He's the first one to actually buy us a beer. So this has been just a night of firsts. We have Derek with the first glass ever bought, and getting to see that poured into. We have our first ever round of beers bought on the show. It's a it's a great night of firsts. So, uh, gentlemen from Eric Moe, cheers, and let's enjoy the brews.
0: Cheers to you, Eric! Thank you for buying us the beers, and uh, thanks to the brewmaster for uh, brewing them up. Here we go. Yeah,
1: Eric bought some good beer here. This is uh, this is nice. I'm not usually a chocolate fan, but
0: that is I, it's that's dark, your like your soul. <laughs> what were you saying there, Mister Brewmaster?
2: It's it's not as chocolate as you would expect, but. It's it's a nice chocolatiness. Yeah, I'm I'm a guy who doesn't do a lot of sweets, so it,
1: it is sweet. Sticks, <laughs> it, it sticks out to me.
2: <laughs> I uh, if I make this one again, I'm going to use about half the amount of lactose sugar that I used, just because it is so sweet. But that's part of the fun of homebrewing. You yeah. tweak your recipe a little bit and get what you want out of it in the long run. Yeah,
0: I like it. I mean, again, uh, I think a couple episodes I was talking about how I normally have a a Guinness like once a year just to to have one and say that I had one. So I'm doubling it up this year. Thank you.
1: (laughs) I was going to say for anyone else in the audience, if you would like to sponsor What's On Tap or have a shout out or give us a comment, be part of the conversation, suggest a topic, uh, it's as simple as buying us a beer over at beer blues and BS.com.
0: There's even a fancy B- B- buy us a beer button right on the homepage And it has its own page. And then if you want to pick up one of those sweet glasses like the brewmaster himself has, again, beer com. click on that merch button. So we might as well keep the good times rolling with your Colorado avalanche yeah Um, uh, a couple weeks ago we talked about them and we were getting kind of sad (laughs) because they didn't really seem to know what the hell they were doing but now back at it they've started a win uh, streak if you will Uh, they have won the past three and uh, if tonight continues the way it's going then we will see the W on that one out west against the Kraken, so we can hope. Uh, but right now, the Avs are in the positive, 7-5-1. So, there's still work to do the rest of the season. You know, it's always the rush to the end of the season to not only make it to the playoffs, but then keep the push through the playoffs, the old Stanley Cup final. But uh, the Kraken not quite doing so hot. Hey, there's a picture of Hack right there. He's he's sporting the the goatee these days. The old Hackstall, David Hackstall, in case you uh, didn't know, the former fighting Sioux coach, now coach of the Seattle Kraken. Anyway, they are 4-11 and 1. So, not doing the best this year in their inaugural season, but You know, they didn't uh, decide to get all the favors like the Golden Showers did and cheat their way to nearly winning the Stanley Cup in their first season. Uh, Aside from the overall rankings of the team and their win-loss ratio, the Avs already have 15 points on the season, and they're averaging three and a half goals per game. And the shot's still up there. Not as high as last season, but a nice 32.1 shots on average per game. And then uh, upcoming schedule here through the end of the month, which is relevant for when this show will actually air. So we'll just skip the rest of that. But we can hope that they continue doing a great job and picking it up throughout the year. And the Avs are going on the power play right now after a high stick penalty uh, right to the face. Ouch. The other uh, quick thing to note is the Avalanche jerseys are different this season. Don't know if you picked up on that, but they're going with the, uh, uh, I believe they're the Reebok jerseys and they're made from uh, recycled items. Like plastic bottles and other pieces of plastic, and so they kind of changed the jerseys up a little bit. So the numbers on the back for the away jerseys are the light blue, just like the pants and uh, some of their helmets when they're they're at home. Uh, They're uh, the Adidas. My bad the adidas brand so the other thing is the letters uh, colors changed a little bit but uh, other than a couple color tweaks on the jerseys they're essentially the same jersey as the past couple years since uh, the nhl switched over to the adidas jerseys and since we're talking about jerseys i don't know if you gents happen to see but the university of north dakota Announced in a photo yesterday or or Wednesday, the brand new alternate jersey. Yes, UND now has an alternate jersey. And it is the old school white jersey with the green text that says "Nodak" horizontally across it. Not a terrible looking jersey, but could have been better. Something, just to me, it's the font. Not crazy about the font for that they used for Nodak, but again, it's uh, something a little bit different. So it is what it is. So there's your hockey night in Beer Blues and BS recap. Well,
1: Kidder, you know, since we do have the local geek on, and he is the brewmaster of the Triple B, uh, I, you know, it'd be great to hear Derek, What's up in your uh, world of home brewing? Uh, you know, what what have you been getting up to? What's what's the next recipe that you're looking to try? What what can we expect from you next?
2: Well, I actually had plans to brew this weekend, but mm. the grain didn't come in, so I'm not going to be able to do that this weekend. Oh no! I got to postpone it, but hopefully only a week or two with the holiday weekend next weekend. I'm not sure if I'll get around to it, but um, that one's going to be the third batch of the mini DNA. So it will be ready in time for the little guy's birthday. Not that he gets to drink any, but just a tradition to brew it. So it's ready around his birthday. Once he turns 21, he can have some. If there's any
0: left by then.
2: (laughs) Well, I'm going to keep doing it every year. Oh, okay. (laughs) but uh, after that, I've kind of had my eye on doing a wheat beer. Mm. which reflects back a couple episodes for you guys now probably uh i'm gonna name it the abner o'neill
0: oh because cool.
2: I, th- I thought that'd be a cool beer name when i heard about it and the ship hauled wheat so i thought a wheat beer would be great for that
0: cool. look at that a connection to not only the triple b but also history with howard and North Dakota. so how cool is that yeah
1: that'll be uh that'll be Interesting. Glad glad that the uh, the tale of the Abner, Abner O'Neill has inspired a name, uh, and that's one I can pronounce
2: because I forget what you named <laughs> this dark one. But I, I think I looked at that. I said, "I'm not saying that." It's, it's I believe it's pronounced Chornaya Koshka, which is Russian yeah. for black cat. <laughs> <laughs> After I had it finished and poured a glass, I thought I should have called it motor oil because it looks like motor oil. How
1: many uh, people are you going to run into that actually speak Russian? So you could just rattle off that name and go, yeah, it's Russian for motor oil.
0: (laughs) So it's fine. Just do it. Although I was listening to uh, never mind. That's that's a whole different thing. (laughs) Yeah, I got I got Howard wondering. That's exactly the point. Yeah, yeah. If you have enough of these, it will get you going and keep you lubricated while you're going. So I can see why the, the, the motor oil would be acceptable for that. Get you jumping all around all nimbly bimbly from tree to tree like a black cat too. Good job brewing.
1: Thank you. It's uh, it's good. But have you found that it, it's been harder lately to get supplies and such. I I know we hear, not that I'm wanting to turn this into current events, but you know, you always hear all the rumblings about the supply chain and all of that. I was just curious if, as you've been trying to
2: do brewing, if there's been an effect there on you. I haven't noticed a whole lot, but I haven't really been trying to get too much until just recently. Like, you know, I mostly get my grain through dialectic when they get it in and most of their grain comes from two-track malting which is local to the area here so most of their grain's pretty readily available and it's locally sourced so it doesn't have to travel long distances but some of it does come from out of states so and that's part of the problem is they couldn't get the roasted barley in right now or that shipment got delayed till next week i was just curious cuz i know
1: you're also very close with the guys over at dialectic so i was just wondering if you had heard rumblings and things like that as they're trying to run their business cuz i know I read a news story about uh, winemakers struggling to get wine bottles, and that was going to be kind of one of the big problems this year is a shortage in wine bottles. So I was just kind of curious if we were
2: seeing those effects in the brewing industry. Yeah, it it did sound like they're having a little bit of trouble getting at least some of their grains in. I don't know if yeast and hops are also having any kind of issues or not at the moment. I didn't have any trouble getting the yeast I needed. So Clearly, there's just not that demand for for
0: that sort of grain so <laughs> you mean at yeast there's not as much of a demand the one guy on here who's not a
2: dad making dad jokes I know it's just showing us up in that
1: that regard you know I'm too tired <laughs> to think of puns I'm, I'm just sitting here sh- striking out as I'm thinking about it
0: mm. 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 I can barely believe it <laughs>
1: I'm gonna have to really right. dig out the old sound effect sounds just so I could do the
2: wah, 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 wah.
0: <laughs> even. Derek froze for a second there. The internet just gave up. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, like, I don't have to put up with this crap.
1: <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah, high quality. Uh, do we want to dive into a bit of the the downers right now, or do we want to keep on a high note? What what say you? Sure. Yeah. Go for it, lead the Mm -hmm. way. Great direction. All right. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So I think there's a a Blink 182 song about it, but work sucks. I know. What uh, what's been sucking and why? You're not uh, stuck in a room with vacuums again, are you? I'm not the one who actually put that on the uh, the run sheet. Oh, that nice throw. But 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 so so the brewmaster. Well, it was technically a a toss to either of you. (laughs) So. So who whomever is having a sucky day with all their vacuums at work, uh, I I just you can only softball it so much, you know. It's it's already there. You gotta actually take the swing. So Derek, do you want to do you want to
1: kick this off? I because I know you and I were texting back and forth earlier today about
2: it's been a day. So <laughs> I'll, yeah, I'll let the test go first. <laughs> Yeah, so uh, my day started off at 5 o'clock this morning. I was doing a wireless upgrade for one of our floors. And at about 9 o'clock, one of the department managers messaged me and said they have a device that's not connecting to the new wireless. I'm like, okay. So I went and I took a look at it. And I ended up spending five hours troubleshooting this thing, thinking it was a problem (laughs) with the wireless upgrade that happened. And it turned out all I had to do was disable the network card on the thing and turn it back on. Like ah, rebooting, ah. rebooting the device didn't fix it. I had to literally go in and disable the entire network card and turn it back on. And it worked after five hours.
0: That's, that's the best. I was planning that to go home best. early. <laughs> See, that, that's what happens because similar things happen to me. Because I'm like, oh yeah, I get to I get to go, go home a little bit early because I worked late yesterday or the day before, whatever the case is. Same, I mean, sometimes it's a network error or a network issue that's usually on the other end when the videos are trying to get uploaded to the FTP. Crappy internet over there, crappy signal, crappy device connection, so many different things on that end. And then I'm sitting there. Okay, And then it finally shows up and, you know, it's almost a uh, closing time and uh, put it together real quick as best I can because it has to air, you know, at a certain time and then on to the next thing. And then the damn thing happens again the next day. And it's like, why, why can't the internet just work? Like I mean, it is 2020. It's almost 2022 here. Come on, just the internet just needs to work more gigabits. Damn it! Yeah, but the internet not working is job security for Derek. <laughs> That's well, <true>. obviously, obviously. <laughs> but for me, it's just it's just a pain in the ass. To an extent, because then
1: anyone.
0: then I put the damn thing together, right? So so I'm 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 editing the whole thing, chopping it up, getting everything. Forty five minutes to export. Uh, yeah. So
2: I'm, I'm sure you guys are aware a couple days ago Google had a pretty major outage that made my job a little annoying because we'd of course get people calling the internet's not working. The internet's not working. No, it's it's Google has an outage. So they host things like Spotify and Google Drive and Gmail and all that, and that's not working. But the internet itself is fine. It's amazing for as much as like
1: people rely on the internet, very few, I think, truly have a, a true understanding of what the internet is. And it's it's always interesting to me when, when you deal with some of those folks and they're like, well, I just thought it would do this or
2: such. And it's like,
0: <laughs> that's internet the doesn't... problem.
2: You were thinking, <laughs>
0: please stop. <laughs>
2: <laughs> and that, it compounds even more when you manage a fairly large corporate network that comes before the internet and something on the corporate network's not working and they say the internet's not working.
1: We we have two IT guys that work for us, um, which we are blessed to have because um, with the state, the state has its own IT department, which is NDIT. And there's problems with NDIT. Um and <laughs> yep. several years ago they, they pulled like all of the IT people out of each individual agency and put them into NDIT. And we were one of the few agencies that was able to to hold on to our, our guys. And so our guys are fantastic um, and they're amazing at all of the troubleshooting they do. But I mean, that's two guys to handle our whole agency with sites across the state. Um, they do a great job, but Yeah, whenever you have to deal with NDIT, it's always just like, oh boy, this is going to be interesting. So,
2: And if my understanding of how you guys' network works, you guys essentially connect into the state's network. So if they're having issues, you're having issues. Yep, yep. My, uh,
1: My internet network is, yeah, the state's internet and connectivity. So that can always be fun when you have those problems so but for the most part we don't have too many i think the worst we have it is at our um fort buford site it it really needs an internet upgrade but we can't get any of the local uh internet service providers to want to upgrade um or to trench in fiber for them i think the last time that we talked to them they they quoted us I think it was a hundred and seventy five thousand dollars to trench in Oof.
2: yeah we run into that too for the viewers that don't know i work for a healthcare company that has a lot of rural sites and our hospitals we tend to try to have dual internet connections so if one goes down we've got a backup but you get into these small towns and there might be two different providers there but one of them is the provider for the second provider so if they go down. The second provider still goes down. Fun, fun stuff.
1: You know, my uh, my favorite IT story ever, and um, all of us here, we, we all know Colin from from high school. Um, but he used to tell a story. He worked at, uh, what was the call center here in Bismarck? Sykes. Sykes. <laughs> there we go. You're welcome. As, as, as you the just... non-Bismarck native, I... I it was slipping me, but I knew you guys would have it. Um, but Colin worked there for a while. And he he told this story of a guy who called in and called in, Ah, oh, my computer's not working. And, you know, Colin went through, you know, the debate. Have you turned it off and turned it back. Oh, I won't turn on. Okay. Have you plugged it in? Yeah, it's plugged in. And goes through, like, the whole, like, binder, you know, kind of step-by-step, step, all the different things. Goes through all of it. And gets done and and nothing works, nothing works, nothing works. And finally, Colin just says to the guy, he's like, I'm, you know, this is after like hour and a half, two hours trying to help this guy. He's like, I'm sorry. Can't help you. There's nothing I can do. Your, your computer's gone. The guy's like, well, shit. Who'd have thought that shooting it twice would do that much damage. Colin's like, wait, you, you shot the computer only twice. Uh, yeah, <laughs> <laughs> Next time lead with that fact could <laughs> have solved this so much quicker
0: <laughs> Interestingly enough that building uh, I believe is now the uh, A state agency building I think uh, part of the Department of Emergency Services Is, is in that building now hmm. Or Interesting. One of the Offshoots of related to that so it's
2: been through a few different tenants since they closed the
0: uh, the doke also used to work there for a while, taking calls uh, from several different corporations that uh he, he, he was paired with on the account uh, you know one of them was a uh, the toilet paper, one was cereal, and i I can't remember what one of the other ones on there was, but he'd get calls of yeah cereal box. It's only like three quarters away full. I'm I'm sorry, sir, that you had that. You know, can I give you a coupon? No, I don't want I don't want a stupid coupon. I just want a full box of cereal. Well, I could send you a coupon for a a free box of cereal. So then that one's probably three quarters away full too, so I want you tanned out, click. (laughs) Okay. I mean some of the comments And calls that he got whether they're Questions uh, On things on the box or the Serial itself or you know The item itself or Complaints Just bizarre And hopefully uh, One day we'll have him on so then He can tell some of those Stupid stories like that but yeah Same same sort of thing I worked
2: out there for all of three weeks <laughs> <laughs> the account I was on was, it was called Pegasus. They're a subsidiary of direct TV and mm-hmm. they pulled their contract right after I got done training. So I got trained on how to take all their calls and then got laid off and got a two week severance pay. Well, uh,
1: you know, I, I, I think it made out okay in that regard. Cause I, I don't know that I've heard of too many people who are like, I loved working at Sykes.
2: Mm-hmm. It was the best job ever, you know? You don't hear that. All you ever hear is the horror stories. The, the most interesting part of my training was they—they they had to mail us the training tapes three different times because when they went through the postal X-rays, they got corrupted. <laughs> and they were VHS, by the way. <laughs> yeah. No, I
1: my my job was uh, was rough uh, this week. Actually, it's been rough for a couple of weeks, and unfortunately, I can't talk about a lot of it because a lot of it is HR related and such but i can talk about this uh on wednesday i i traveled up to fort buford it's about three and a half hours away and uh when i tr- go to a site i go to the site for the day which means i'm there as close to opening as i can get there and i'm there right up until they close so that they have my full attention which means to get up to fort buford i left here at uh, about five forty-five in the morning. So I was up at 5, stopped at a gas station to load up on caffeine, drove up there, spent the day up there, drove back. Normally, I don't mind the long drives. I, I enjoy that. But I still, and Kidder will know where I'm going with this, I still haven't found my iPod with this move, which means that I was forced <laughs> for like seven
0: <laughs> hours. to terrestrial restrial- radio strikes again. <laughs> <laughs> You poor bastard. (laughs) Ah.
1: You know what, Kidder, you're a former radio DJ. You will understand. This is one of the things I appreciated about your time as a DJ. You at least said who the bands were that you were playing. I kid you not, one of the songs I I heard, the guy didn't say who the song was, so I didn't know what the song was, but it's been stuck in my head, and all I could remember from it was the lyrics, which was... Heads up. Do you know how many songs have the title of Heads Up or Keep Your Heads Up, Your Head Up, or along those lines? I kid you not, I sat here for I think it was like 30 minutes with Junior trying different variations until I finally found the actual song and then listened to it. I'm like, okay, yeah, it wasn't even that great of a song, but it's been stuck in my head. Oh and and what is this song? It's heads up by argent hmm. it's kind of a trippy song hmm. but hmm. it it got stuck in my head I'll, I'll i'll give it that but yeah so i had to listen to to terrestrial radio the whole time trying to even just find a decent station that you can be like ah, okay i could tolerate this for a while it's not commercials it was a lot and then the other part of it that was terrible Was on my way back because I was coming in late. I was like, you know what? I'll stop in Dickinson and I'll get food because it's, you know, it was, I think, seven o'clock by the time I hit Dickinson. I'm like, I'm going to grab dinner here. Like, I'm just going to swing into Taco Bell because Lefty can't eat Taco Bell. So I'll grab it now and I'll just grab a couple burritos, eat in the parking lot, and then go. I kid you not, the they're doing construction on, or at least a, a renovation on the Dickinson Taco Bell. So you couldn't go inside, but the line for the drive through wrapped not only through kind of the full drive through line, but through the parking lot and out onto the street. I pulled in, took one look at him like, nope, <laughs> just went, got on the interstate and went home. <laughs> so... Didn't didn't get dinner until I made it back to Bismarck at about like eight fifteen um, on Wednesday night. So, yeah, long day of that. Terrible day of just having to listen to whatever was on the radio. And boy, did I listen to a lot of garbage on the radio.
0: I almost would say you should have went to uh, uh, one of the uh, that barbecue place out there and just stopped in for a quick bite.
1: I was so trying to get home. You know, it, at that point, it's like I am sick of being in the car with this god-awful radio. Just get get me home. But it, I will say, Kidder, it is interesting to see what qualifies as classic rock on some of these stations out in the
0: middle of nowhere. Well, remember that technically anything 10 years or older can be classified as a classic song within its category, which means Nickelback is classic rock.
1: I get that. I it, it wasn't that that was a problem. It was more of, I don't know if that song is rock. I can't remember any examples, but there were a couple of them that I'm like. I don't know if I would uh, classify that as rock. I know I'm not the rock expert between the two of us, but. There was some of it that I was kind of like, like there was a Roy Orbison song, you know, like. Ooby Dooby. No, no. It was like a 19, you know, 1950s, 1960s pop song. And it's like classic rock. I'm like, you're stretching that
0: one. This is 101.1 rock songs that really rock. It rocks so hard that it rocks your socks. That's right. 101.1 rocks. And here's Imagine Dragons, radioactive. Beep, 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 beep trust really sucks.
1: <laughs> yeah. So that, that was the, the thing with my job uh, this week. Um, needless to say, I've gotten permission from my wife
0: to just go out and buy a new iPod for my sanity. I will say that uh, what you should do is get a Spotify account and then you can listen to the killer kidder show and have quality music anywhere anytime i mean you can listen for free and then of course it spotify embeds ads every however long but if you get the account then there's no ads and you just listen to awesome music for well hold on just uh just 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 hold on just hold on stop just just it's okay hold on 300 What 370 hours and 56 minutes. We are nearly to the 371st hour of continual music on the Killer Kidder show. Kidder, you and I have been friends a long time. (laughs) A very long time.
1: (laughs) I've known some of the things that you have listened to and think are good. I can't do it, man. Couldn't do the Killer Kidder show.
0: Well, see, here's where where the... I just think are good you think are good because clearly I must know what's good being the number one DJ per capita for the active rock genre in the afternoon time slot of three to seven beating everyone from Seattle to New York to Vancouver to Miami and LA and everywhere in between because everybody else sucks. I was the best for two and a half years and that tradition continues on the killer kidder show on Spotify. So you can check out that their playlist for free. Kidder
1: one word. Shaniqua.
0: For those of you who know exactly what I'm talking about. Thank you very much. For those of you who don't. Please check out Little T and One Track Mike's classic song, "Sheniqua Don't Live Here No More." Local geek, it looks like you need a little pick me up, so you should pull that song up right now. Listen to it in your headset; <laughs> i will get you going through the rest of the show, guaranteed. No, what I need, I need a refill. <laughs> ah. <laughs> <laughs> So do I, so I'm going to bust into the Shiner Bock right here, because I figure uh, that will pair well with with uh, the Black Cat of the evening.
2: i got to go to the fridge, so I'll be right back.
0: All right.
1: We'll make sure not to have any really good content while you do.
0: Okay, now that he's gone. <laughs> it's kind of like that, that one person I work with who used to work with you can never catch when we talk about him for whatever reason and he thinks that we're lying i i know i know that's uh i mean the show is called beer blues and bs but we're not always about bsing people it's more about bsing together like sharing the bullshit that's what this is all about we're not bsing (laughs) him we're just talking about bs we're just shooting the shit welcome back brewmaster (laughs) thank you (laughs)
2: <laughs> got my nice, we... nice refill here. It's a, oh. uh, it's a chuckley plum from Dialectic Brewing Company here in Mandan. Nice it's their Uh choke cherry sour beer.
0: Give us a uh, a better look at the can if you can. What what do you got there? Oh, you got to say something again.
2: <laughs> oh yeah, I always forget I got to talk. It's just got their uh their label that they put on all their crawlers and then they handwrite the name and the alcohol percentage on there which i don't know if it's mirrored for you guys or not but it is for me
0: so that's uh 12 ounces and what else uh, what what are some of the other notes on there that that it gives you it's one of our little things we like uh, to share 25.4 ounces actually wow <laughs> and then uh, you said 3.3.4 or 3.9 percent. uh
2: yes 3.9 percent. so it's, it's a little lower alcohol but i figured it would go Good after having a ten and a half percent one. Yeah, it
0: was a little thick.
2: <laughs> I just picked that up in their tap room tonight because I was I stopped by I was going to pick up green like I was saying and they told me they hadn't gotten their order in yet so. I figured I'd get another beer to have on the show. Good That's choice. A, the only Good. other one I have in my fridge right now is a eight point five percent. I forget who makes it, but it's called Old Bastard.
0: What does Howard Doos have to say about that? <laughs>
2: <laughs> <laughs> I just asked if it was a scotch
0: ale.
2: I think it is a scotch. I don't remember for sure.
1: I'm wondering then if it's Founders. Because uh, yes, Founders it has is Founders. a. Yep, it's. Yep, they're a Dirty Bastard. I actually had it on the show recently. It's actually, that'll be the beer next week for you listening it's like two weeks ago for me but yes <laughs> the weird time travel uh thing i haven't had it yet for you but i had it two weeks <laughs> ago for me um, it's a pretty good beer but, well yeah it wasn't bad i i enjoyed it uh quite a bit so yeah let's see uh kidder i think uh we we should touch on this uh topic very briefly um okay just just because uh, we we haven't really hit the wrestling news a lot, but this was kind of a shocking thing that came out. Uh, But there was reports out that WWE made some more uh, talent releases. Um, I don't have the list of names. I'm sure you'll look it up as I sit here in Vamp. Uh, John Morrison was kind of the, the big name on the top of the list. But the thing that makes this interesting is with this round of releases, it makes for 72 wrestlers released just in 2021 and that's a huge amount so uh man it's it's hard to believe and again the reason for this one was uh said to be budget cuts the company has been incredibly successful the last you know year or so so it's so hard to understand why they're continually cutting the budget and therefore cutting talent um but just sad to see yet a, another group leaving and including a couple of people who
0: were actually doing pretty well. And so, as of uh, yesterday, was officially the latest round of cuts. Ashante Adonis, top dollar. Drake Maverick, again released. John Morrison, again released. Tegan Knox, they just brought her up to the main roster. Uh, Jackson Riker which he wasn't going anywhere. So there's that Isaiah Swerve Scott and Shane Thorne. Now, the interesting thing to note about, uh, top dollar is they, uh, or, well, he was part of this, uh, faction and they were on raw. They had some vignettes and whatnot. <laughs> they appeared two weeks and then they're gone. Like, no, nope, you guys suck. Nah. And then yeah. he was yeah. he was flaming a little bit online saying we can cut a promo, you just don't know what you're missing type of thing. But then you look back at some of the older tweets from the 6 months ago era or so and saying, yeah, you wouldn't get cut if you didn't, you know, do your job or something like that. <clears throat> I don't know. Yeah. There's a lot of pairing happening and a lot of people in the wrestling community are pushing back against WWE in fact telling fans to stop supporting WWE, stop paying WWE, stop going to the events, stop buying the, buying the merchandise, everything involved. I mean, I I get it, but I don't. You know, with the like you said record profits but they're still cutting so many people, which then goes back a few uh, weeks ago to when we're talking. Is it truly a conspiracy? WWE cuts a whole bunch of top or near top talent for other promotions to pick up and then having to dish out that much more money and then in essence bankrupt those companies while WWE keeps making a shit ton of money.
1: There's a lot with it. Oh, that's four, baby.
0: Sorry.
1: <laughs> yeah, I I was trying to look up here because one of the it, it was wasn't in this wave of releases, but in this, um, I think it was the one before that. Oh, uh, there's the name B Fab. Who, if if you're like who, don't oh, worry about it. The thing that And the only reason I bring uh, her up. Uh, signed a new contract with WWE and a week later cut. So, like, just inked a new deal uh, and gone. So, it's uh, it's interesting and I just kind of wanted to bring it up just because it's, to me, the, the astonishing number is, you know, cutting 72 uh, wrestlers. <laughs>
0: On a unrelated but similar note of some kind, the Kraken just switched out their goalie. Uh, Dreger or something is, uh, was their starting goaltender this evening. The replacement goalie at number 31, Philip Grubauer. Mm. the uh, second former Avalanche player playing against the Avalanche in this game. Jonas Donskoy is also uh, on the team of the the Kraken. But yeah, we'll see what happens with all these releases, uh, especially with Survivor Series coming up Sunday. Yeah, we have a pay-per-view to watch Sunday. So uh, when this comes out, (laughs) <laughs> just shaking his head like no please no please no i refuse uh, okay so we'll just have it on in the background and then we can do whatever just so come on over i'll put it up on my laptop or something and then we can uh, play battlefield or the halo infinite trailer or some or bet uh, multiplayer beta i don't know
1: mm-hmm.
0: how's that sound we'll figure something out We'll figure something out. Maybe add more merch to the BeerBluesBS.com dot com merch store. <laughs> maybe. Maybe.
1: There might there might be new designs worth uh worth building. So you know, Kidder, I've been uh I've been working on editing episode um thirty-five. Um, which is taking a bit of extra time because it's uh Derek doesn't know this and such, but by the time this comes out, the audience will. Uh, it was a short episode because you were in Minneapolis last week, and so I've been putting in uh, clips, some of the bo- some of the stuff that we've recorded before or after the show, and kind of putting it in. Um, it's a, it's amazing. It's kind of been fun to see the evolution of this show as I've been going back through it and uh, seeing things, proclamations, things that we have done, and we're like. Ah, maybe, maybe not. And now we do it all the time. Um, you know, there's, <laughs> there's,
0: there's some of we that. Do it all. What, what are we doing? Well, all? just, oh, it, just it, as it, a spoiler, it, one uh, small spoiler.
1: What one of the one of the better ones? And I, I, I laughed out loud when I got to this one. But it was one where I'm like, you know, I just finished uh, editing episode three, and it's our longest episode to date. It's you know an hour and a half long. And you're like, well. You know, we, we did have Nick and Kyle on, so of course we talked. I'm like, no, no, that's, that, that's, that's episode five. I haven't touched that. This is uh, the, the uh, Star Trek alphabet book challenge. Um, but like just listening to us talk about it, it's like, we kind of like, oh, man, an hour and a half. Boy, we went too long, too long. Mm, mm. No, we, we got to be better about the time. Got to keep it dialed down. Now I'm sitting here praying every time that we uh, finish recording. I'm like, oh God, please let it be closer to two hours. <laughs>
0: <laughs> around two, not 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 only under two, but around. The funny thing, the funny thing about it though is, you know, it it really takes you two and a half hours to get anywhere in the state that you might want to be. So I mean, we're just timing out your trip, okay? <laughs> so yeah, it's it's not quite long enough to get through a second episode if you're traveling from say Bismarck to Grand Forks for a Sioux hockey game however there's that trip back so you already have that first half done so you just play the rest of it and then move on to the next episode and you're home it's just just like that so we're helping you that's what you need to be doing on your trips listen to these episodes a fourth, fifth or sixth time (laughs) <laughs> ah, so
1: it's it's interesting uh, to, to go back, but uh, that episode should hopefully be coming out in a couple of weeks. Um, and uh, it, it's interesting. Interesting to have some of these clips. Interesting to have um, different pieces. Uh, so there's some more Rude Boy uh, Kyle. Brother Nico is in there. I haven't got as far as adding in stuff from episode 12. So nothing from the local geek yet, but we'll see oh, as I no. keep trying to Build up to the show, so um, we might get some local geek in that episode. We'll see. I'm up to
0: like episode eight of adding content in from those. So, yeah. How fun. does that make you feel, Mister Brewmaster?
2: And does that count as a uh, fifth appearance? Or <laughs>
0: <laughs> no awards so for you? <laughs>
2: <laughs> okay, so Skidder's not going to give you a trophy. Yeah, I'll
1: count
0: it. <laughs> uh. <laughs> This is blasphemy. I just I don't want to have to
1: just don't want to have to do the whole trophy animation again.
2: That,
1: <laughs> that was a mistake the first time I did it, and uh, I
0: still every you know regret that one. Feature cringes re- every time. Just replay the same. Here, you need a trophy. Just play that clip edit it in on top and and then it's fine and you don't have to actually redo the the trophy giving portion it's just yeah, right, here's a trophy and you deserve a trophy yeah and then it, there the, it is right but the reactions and such of it are are
1: you know great because we had the one episode where you gave sterling a trophy you're like yeah, sterling yeah, sure, like, deserves deserved trophy. that trophy and we got he the just, great we got the great reaction of me going stop giving trophies you know I, i'd hate to take away those moments
0: you know mm. yeah. yes all of the all of the you give too many trophies why do we need trophies well this is almost 2022 so it's practically everybody needs a trophy that's that's how things are now right so you participated yay <laughs> Thanks for being on the show. Yay. Yeah. Uh thanks for commenting on the show. Yay. Like somebody that I work with and used to work with. And I yeah. got to meet. Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah. Mm-hmm. He uh just to fill you in, Derek, he didn't believe us when we said that we'd been talking about him the last several episodes. At different points because it's it's never a big thing so it's always a small little thing
0: so it doesn't get a call out in the time so it's probably in a section that he skipped over but uh, and he tries to scrub through the episodes trying to click at the right point in the episode to find it so uh,
1: we he, he's like I think you guys are just messing with it I'm like well now it's a running thing we are doing this so every episode we're just sneaking it in there <laughs> nice
0: so at this point i think he's closer to being on this show than somebody from indiana
1: yeah i might have to poke him again
0: to see hey you said you'd be on the show you know we're there's our waiting. weekly our weekly poke at that bear yeah <laughs> okay check move on to the <laughs> yeah <laughs> rundown check okay so what the hell is Cowboy Bebop? And why are you Bebopping around in the West? What the hell, man? Well, okay. Uh, Derek, are you familiar with Cowboy
1: Bebop? I have a feeling you would be. I have heard of it, but I have not seen it. Okay. So uh, the the quick rundown is Cowboy Bebop is a, an anime from the late 1990s. Um. And it features a group of bounty hunters uh, traveling kind of through our solar system, collecting bounties. It's in kind of uh, the ideas that the earth has basically gone to hell. And so humanity has moved out to the planets and there's just so much crime that uh, the police have turned to just open bounties. And so there are people who make their life as bounty hunters. But uh, the series was known for basically combining science fiction and film noir um, and a lot of jazz and blues in the soundtrack. Uh, and it's one of the first animes that really kind of caught on and people really latched onto. And for many who are big into anime, they're like, oh, gosh, it's Cowboy Bebop. Anyway, uh, Netflix has a live action take on cowboy bebop that's coming out i think it might already be out by the time we're talking about it um and because of that netflix actually reacquired the rights to run the actual uh anime series before and i decided my uh my one brother-in-law was very big into cowboy bebop referenced it highly i, I never watched it so i've been sitting and trying to uh kind of watch this because I saw the trailer for the live action. I'm like, this could be interesting. So maybe I'll give this a try. So I've been trying to watch this. But I'm struggling, kidder. Um, I know that this thing like has all this acclaim and fans and all of that. But you can only watch so much of like highly competent people failing. Like These guys are supposed to be badass bounty hunters but they never catch their bounty. You know, the bounty either escapes or they decide to let him go or somebody kills him because all the bounties are have to be alive. Or due to some technicality, they don't collect the bounty. So they spend the whole time, like the whole series, like, man, we have no food. We have no this. We're, you know, we're miserable. It, it, and yet you watch them. They do all this like really cool stuff, but then it's like, but they don't get the bounty. And it's just, it drives me nuts. You know, it's like really it'd be like James Bond, but he never gets the villain. You know, it's it's one of those where you're just like just mm. so the soundtrack is amazing. I'll I'll give it that. I love the soundtrack to it, but um I'm struggling. I'm like 12 episodes in and You've given it's, it that uh, long of a chance, huh? You know, I I wanted to give it a fair a fair chance. I wanted to try and get through it. Um, it's uh I've I've had to go back and rewatch at least one episode because I realized uh during it about most of the way through, I'm like, oh, I apparently picked up my phone and started scrolling through something and missed this whole episode. So sorry for those who are cowboy bebop fans. Um Howard's trying, but I'm really struggling to enjoy it. And now that the live action series is coming out, it's getting panned
0: pretty hard. So that's not good. <clears throat> One thing uh, you talk about live action and I am nervously excited for Halo series coming on paramount plus in early 2022. Hmm. So it's a live action Halo series, and I know you and I remember, I'm, I'm sure, Derek, you remember uh, some of the old clips as well, where they made the vignettes almost. I, mean, I guess that's the best term for them, but there were live action vignettes of Halo soldiers, whether they're Spartans or ODSTs or just, Soldiers in the UNSC in the live action format, and they were always super cool. And so, I hope that they do that same sort of realism and hold the Halo story that close to make everything look and feel like those old gritty vignettes that they did or it's going to be some woke pile of garbage and I'm going to hate it and then be pissed. Speaking of that, Star Trek discovery came back season four premiered last night. There are a lot of moments in there where I'm like, why, why do we need this? I need to point out one thing that's not woke or crazy because that could be a lot of time. I'm not going to waste on that because I, Then I would get extra pissed off, but I want to share this piece with both of you and see your reaction. Okay, so Michael Burnham again, the girl main character at the end of season three, she becomes captain of discovery because now they're in the very far future 3188 or some whatever I don't remember. If future Howard feels like actually putting the year up, cool. If not, that's fine. Um, So there's this crisis going on, okay? And somebody needs to clear debris from a hatch on the exterior of a space station. All right? Now, you can't just do a spacewalk with a space suit, go over there and pull the debris up. Excuse me, can't just pull the debris out. You need something stronger. Now, in the Star Trek universe, there's what's called worker bees, which are little single manned pods that have like grappling arms on them, and they're kind of set up so you can see all the way, you know, around you, and you come up, and they're par- they're used to put the ships together. Now, they're typically as far as. I've seen in all the series, they're only at the space docks. Well, in this scenario, it just happens that Discovery has worker bees on their ship. Wow. Okay. And then Michael Burnham's like, I'm the captain. I got to go do this. I got to save these people. And they're like, shouldn't somebody else with less authority go do it? You know, somebody like expendable. No, I'm going to go do it. Okay, so the captain goes out in this worker bee because nobody else can do this. Nobody's been trained on it. Keep in mind, she goes out there and burr, 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 moves it around, pulls the stuff up. And of course, the worker bee gets blasted and then she has to do the remainder, you know, in a spacesuit. But I'm like, number one, why? Okay, Why? Number two, she's on the bridge in her Starfleet uniform for the era, which just changed for the third time in the series. And they're on season four, first episode. Between the bridge and going to save the crew, because they're on a very extremely short time period Before the station pulls itself apart because of a gravity. Well, she has time to change between the bridge and the worker bee. She changes uniforms and now, and the worker bee is in a different uniform. Okay. Then all this stuff happens. They end up rescuing the, the crew and one dude, who's the commander of the station, ends up dying. But again, then they're back on discovery. They're good to go. She comes back up to the bridge. She changed back into her uniform. What? But earlier in the episode, they're on a planet, and she's wearing this other coat and uniform. She beams onto the bridge. She's wearing that where's the crisis where's your standard uniform what is going on why is writing so shitty these days continuity all of the above come on all right now i'm just agitated
1: i'm i'm not gonna lie i got a pretty good buzz going on from this beer and um I'm thinking, even if I drink all of this, Kitter, I I could
0: care less about your uniform issues on Discovery. <laughs> so you're saying you could care less? Awesome. Let's keep talking about it. Let's I, go.
1: I, I, I'm saying I'm saying that like like the way that you set that up was like I can't wait to see your like your reaction to this, and I'm like, I I don't care. <laughs>
0: I mean, honestly, that's about where I am with the series. But, you know, I have to try and support it a little bit because it's got the name associated with it. But really, it's just a television filler at this point. Go! Hey, that's six, baby. Six nothing. Avalanche on top. Two minutes, 43 left in the second period. Kidder, I I was going to say, you don't have to care, man
1: just give up just realize that star trek is not as great as star wars and your life will be so much better
0: (laughs) well now just for that you son of a bitch i'm gonna care even more
1: (laughs) okay that's great hey you mentioned halo let's talk gaming a little bit
0: okay so halo infinite coming out in december and I don't remember the exact release date, if it's the 2nd or the 6th or 7th or 8th or 20th. I don't know. It's it's going to come out at some point because it's already been delayed a year, so what's another month at this point? And speaking of delays, since I talk about that, Saints Row, the new one that's coming out, delayed until middle of 2022 instead of February like it was supposed to be. So uh, I guess maybe... Jaco, you'll have a little bit more time to maybe pick it up then.
1: <laughs> I don't have time to game. What were you talking about? I, and I and
0: especially I thought I could make it through there before laughing, but it didn't work.
1: <laughs> yeah, no, especially come April. Yeah. 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 I might not have time for a podcast. We'll see. We'll try. We'll make we'll we'll make time,
0: but we'll make it work. But See, uh, yes
2: that I was gonna volunteer myself as tribute as a uh, stand-in co-host for an episode or two if you need. Wow. Wow. Howard, Howard,
0: Howard, Howard Howard gave the thumbs up.
2: <laughs> I, I am okay if uh,
1: if uh local geek, if you want to take over the uh the hosting uh duties for a week or two, I'd be down with that. Um mostly because I've seen how long it takes to make a clip show, and that was gonna be my alternative. <laughs> so I will take you up on that. Um, If Kidder is okay with it, I mean, I'm...
0: Well, absolutely. We can have ourselves some shenanigans. Yeah. We'll talk about driving sideways down streets with the best approaches, best speed, things like that.
2: I feel like that needs to come up every time I'm on now. (laughs) (laughs)
0: Good times. But... With uh, Halo Infinite coming out, they have been uh, sharing the, I don't know if you want to call it the beta anymore because it's been open and uh, I've played it, but Halo Infinite multiplayer. So I played that earlier this week for a few matches. I did okay. Still have the Halo skills, but uh, they added in a bunch of random stupid stuff like a grappling hook and shit so you can zip around the map so you like shoot it off your your armor like your spider-man or some other dumb superhero (laughs) there yes that was just for you um i really don't like that extra garbage that's added in i miss the old just straight up multiplayer you don't need to be jumping around and all this bullshit. just make it a multiplayer where you freaking shoot people and you try and beat the other team like this isn't so difficult blood Gulch man the old Halo combat evolved original game go back to it ultimate be all end all of multiplayer And screw the rest of the stupid shit that you put in these freaking games. So I'm probably not going to be playing the Halo Infinite multiplayer because this extra stupid shit that's in there. So there's that. I'll be waiting for the story to come out. Yes, I'm agitated by that, too. I'm agitated by the, oh, get off my lawn, damn it. I was
1: waiting to make that same joke. <laughs> Get off my lawn.
0: I'm waiting. Sitting here patiently. <laughs> You're welcome. Or I'm sorry for stealing it. I don't know. Both. Maybe that's what I need to do. Is uh, we'll, I'll go back into Halo Infinite and uh, try and... I don't know, crouch on a, a lawn and then maybe you'll have to download it and then come watch me so we have the third person view and then I'll just start shooting up in the air or something and then can scream get off my lawn we can record it and then play it on this show because then it'll be completely accurate. <laughs> yeah, that seems like work. <laughs> yeah, a little a little bit, but you know, it is what it is. So, I don't know. Just uh, all this extra stuff that they're adding in for damn kids these days and their internet (sighs) I don't know but uh, Battlefield 2042 uh, officially released today so I've had the pre-access or early access because I pre-ordered the game and so I've been able to play several matches throughout the week and even in the beta that they had for the multiplayer where they were testing some things out. Uh overall, it's it looks really good. In fact, uh posted a video of me chasing tornadoes in the game. Because what else would you do in a first-person shooter other than chase tornadoes? I right? I'm, I'm not the person
1: to ask. We we know my track record in first person shooters and shenanigans.
0: Yeah. I mean, you essentially did the same sort of thing I did. The difference is uh, you didn't get shot out of a tornado. You just got shot out of a trench in the ground and then went all Jesus Christ. It's Jason Bourne. (laughs) Killed a dude. Howard killed a dude. I know. You better lay low for a while. <laughs> <laughs> That's so, okay. So I, I I don't know if uh, you got the video and you're showing it right. Future Howard's showing it here or whatever, but well, now that I you mean, called it out, he's got to do it. <laughs> he doesn't Thanks. have to do it. Oh, he's he got to have do it. to do. He's, it. It. he's got to do it now. You know. Oh, it, otherwise we're gonna it, get is, hate it mail. is on Facebook. Yeah, we don't need Future Howard to get hate mail. <laughs> Future Howard's probably the most loved character on this damn show. So <laughs> <laughs> we don't need him to get hate mail. He really doesn't get enough credit for all the work he
2: does. Uh, no, no. Future Howard does not. Um,
0: and and such. I Although, give him credit all the time. You remember me saying thanks all the time. And future Howard, thank you. And just now, no, it's okay. You don't have to put that video in. It's fine. Stop sucking up to future Howard. <laughs>
1: <laughs> you know he's a perfectionist he's gonna he's gonna sit there and go you mentioned it I gotta have to do it yeah, you know trust me I have many a time Kidder said like no when you've been like well future Howard I'm like no future Howard's so I can do it and you know what when I get to that point where I'm future Howard and I'm doing it it's like damn it I gotta do it you know actually Kidder um, I don't want to spoil it but future Howard well at this point has already made an appearance in an episode Mm. like recently and not just mm. him like popping in to do like a hey here's where we screwed up or such
0: there, there's a good bit it's coming up so you got some time warp shenanigans happening always always hmm. timey wimey wibbly wobbly hmm.
1: uh-huh.
0: uh-huh. uh, speaking of that uh, Doctor Who ratings are at a historic low level yeah it doesn't surprise me i will say from watching it without spoiling anything for you because again spoilers uh this new season it's it's really screwed up i won't swear because i don't want to have to make future howard bleep me <coughs> i feel like swearing but i won't
2: you know if he so. wanted to make it funny bleep you anyway <laughs>
0: Yeah, you probably will. The uh the unnecessary censorship where you're randomly bing different words and then you can't really understand the the whole sentence because random words are b and make it sound even worse than it actually is.
2: Have you seen the uh video of the count from the Muppets where they bleep him every time he says the word count?
0: Yes. <laughs> that is hilarious. <laughs> hilarious. Oh. Yes.
1: You know, Kidder, uh, in, in unpacking, I actually found, it's actually in the Cave of Wonder, uh, my old folder, my creative writing folder, uh, full of all, all of the writings from high school. For, for, for the audience in high school, I did a lot of just writing of different ideas, skits, funny little things. Anything that kind of struck my fancy. Uh, and I kept it in a folder that I kept in my backpack, uh, the whole time, but I found this again. And uh, Kinder, what brings me this up is there's a whole uh skit that I wrote that Kidder and I, I think, did once for a short about two lost explorers, and it came down to a joke about unnecessary censorship. So,
0: yes, I it, it is dawning on my head. Yes, that was glorious, yeah, long so. ass time ago. Yeah,
1: I don't have that footage, uh, which is a shame because that's definitely something future Howard should put in here. But uh, I, I do have that script; it's it's in that folder. So, uh, some some great, terrific, horrible comedic rhyme <laughs> writing from uh, high school Howard. So, yeah, good times, good times. Well, Kidder, uh, today
0: marks the end of the Monster Apocalypse Kickstarter. We've been getting, I, I noticed that uh, there's a lot of people interested in it. <clears throat> so I'm very, very happy that we're able to strike up some interest, share the, um, well, what should we say? Not the just excitement, but share the Kickstarter for the company and help get their product exposed a little bit. It's still
1: uh you know, it's been interesting and not that I like to really uh make fun of people uh, especially with Kickstarter and especially if they uh if they're not that familiar with how it works. I I have seen some just terrible comments on uh on Facebook where people are like, "Hey, explain this Kickstarter element to me." But uh it's kind of like, you know, if you actually read the site you'd get it but yeah it uh it finished up they raised uh one million three hundred and ten thousand one hundred and seventy seven dollars uh between six thousand backers uh and they do have some stuff up here for a late pledge so if you missed it uh you got a chance uh to get in but i it it did very well, Kidder. Uh, there were some things that got released at the end that I was kind of like, oh, I didn't think we would get that. So lots of uh, lots of good stuff. And if you're wondering why I'm not scrolling past the rule book, it's because Google on my end is like, hey, stop making me work. Stop making me work.
2: Um, so while we wait for that, Derek, did you ever
1: hear of Monster Apocalypse? Um uh,
2: at all, I hadn't until you started your uh little series on it.
1: Yeah, it's a game that has like was popular back in 2008 when it first started and then disappeared for a while and then only came back here in 2018. Uh, so they did release a second Kickstarter exclusive this monster, which your press hasn't uh remade. This is Um, Anglax so he was revealed he was the uh, I believe like the 1 million dollar stretch stretch goal but yeah, uh, I was trying to get down here to the All of this stuff that is unlocked yeah lots of Lots of stuff unlocked for this thing, but yeah 140 104 minis unlocked so That's the course um, including finishing off with some great ones like Garruk, uh, which is this it swings a subway train. Uh, a giant 50-foot Corgi uh, made it in. Um, so a lot of great stuff and a lot of expansions that they did. So um, I'm really excited. It's going to be a lot of fun when this uh, finally comes out in 2022. And I'm looking forward to actually finally having enough pieces to get it to the table. So um, they did eventually release the uh, all-in pledge, which they called the Total Apocalypse Pledge, uh, which was everything in the Kickstarter. So this is a quick thing. So that was $449 to get me all-in in it. So yeah, so it was a good campaign. And uh, now, uh, now the now the long part is, which is waiting for it to uh, to finally um, get to us. But hopefully, it's a quick turnaround. At least that's my hope. So I'm excited, I'm excited for that. So just wanted to give that update.
2: Well, we're kind of on the subject. I recently backed a Kickstarter project that you may be interested in it's called uh, steam up it's a food-based board game i just sent the link in the chat window there i have seen this yeah it it looks really interesting my my wife is very interested in it so we pledged on the deluxe edition of it and they met all of their stretch goals that they had they only did just over a half a million canadian dollars i'm not sure what exactly that comes out to in U.S. dollars, but it's a lot of money either way. <laughs> yeah, yeah.
1: No, I I did see that. It's got some interesting components um, to it, if I if I recall. Um, yeah, and I've I've been truthfully trying to dial back. Yeah, it is the game I'm thinking of. Uh, I, I've been trying to dial back a bit on my Kickstarter backing and game collecting, um, so I've kind of have a few select companies that I'm backing uh, these days when they come up, uh, things like Reaper Miniatures. Um, but I kind of have a large enough collection that I'm kind of like I can slow down
2: for a while. So Yeah, that's that's kind of how I got to. This is the first Kickstarter I've actually backed in quite a while just because of that same situation where I I had so much stuff sitting in my queue that I was like, when am I going to have time to play all this? yeah
1: I've gotten most of my stuff to the table. Part of my problem is uh a lot of the games that I like are very campaign based, so you would need kind of a group of people and play you know constantly to get through them all and I just don't have that group uh these days. so unfortunately, I have quite a few of those sorts of games that now sit on my shelf and wait one of these days Junior will be old enough. Yep. and then I can corrupt him and his friends, and we will get these <laughs> games played. Uh, so, looking looking yeah. forward to that. But
2: that's a similar boat to where I'm at. Having having the little guy definitely slowed down my gaming, and also the uh, the main person we gamed with was my wife's cousin, and he has actually shifted to he's in the process of opening up a board game slash Dungeons and Dragons bed and breakfast. Hmm. So he'll have people spend the weekend at his place and he'll run D&D campaigns for them or play board games or whatever. And he's got a huge collection of games. If that is who I think it is, then yes. The same guy that uh, did the board games
1: at the library. Yes, that's what I was thinking. Yes, he does have a large collection. Um, I I have been to his place and I have played games before. So Um, he actually, he lives, the place that he bought is uh next door to a former employee of mine. Yes. So <laughs> so uh that's that's where I have that connection is uh through through Jonah. Yeah Jonah's uh, a good guy too. <laughs> oh yeah I uh kidder doesn't know Jonah but Jonah's Jonah is on my short list if he ever wanted to be on the show. I would love to have Jonah on the show because uh me and him get along very well and that might just be a show that kidder has to take the night off because it's gonna be a lot of geek talk and gaming and
2: things like that (laughs) i I would join for that show that would be a fun show
1: (laughs) yeah oh gosh no um i yeah i'm the one who taught jonah how to play role-playing games and such so it's kind of fun now to every now and then he'll come uh back to town and he will gather the, like a group together to play. And he always calls me up and I always go out and play and we've had some fun. There's there's some stories that could be told there.
2: Such so, oh, I'm so. sure <laughs> I've got a few Jonah stories myself. <laughs> oh, yeah. So, uh, hey, Kidder Kidder.
0: Yes. How would you like to look at some bad Photoshop? You know, I'm always game for crappy graphics. Yeah.
1: Um, you know, I, gosh, it was uh, way back in episode 20, gosh, was it 23 or 24? So, last time we had the uh, Good Brothers on, I, uh, I brought up this idea that people take and they post kind of crappy Photoshop at times to get views, right? They, they, and get likes on their content, especially and, the
0: misleading photoshop yes
1: and uh it just so happens that i i managed to find uh a couple pieces of said of some of this terribly misleading photoshop and i thought i'd bring them in and let you pick them apart and you can point out just
0: why these are so terrible oh boy oh (laughs) where do i start I mean, how about the mountain and the the moon? I mean, all the mountains in the moon and the clouds. Why are the clouds behind the moon? That's a, uh, that's a good hell? one. I mean, that's, that's just a start. Like I, I can't see the rest of the, the pieces in this. I mean, there's a, there's a, is that a pole? I don't know. it If I could look at this and then zoom in on pieces, I'd be. I mean, I think that house on the right side is even photoshopped in. This one right here? Yeah.
2: There's definitely something with the fence over there
1: that just disappears into the ground?
2: Yep. Yeah. I was also yeah. going to comment on the thumbtack, and then I realized that I was just hovering over it with my mouse,
0: and it was the pin. <laughs> <button>. <laughs> yep, that's embedded in there, too. This, yeah. this is terrible. Uh, I also like the fact that the, the
1: mountain is clearly lit by the sun in, in this, and yet none of the rest of the mountains and such are. Well, don't you know uh,
0: how backlighting works? I mean, this is clearly a perfect example. Yeah,
1: but this one was uh, posted, and it was posted, I forget, it was was supposed to be some city in Norway. And of course, it had a bunch of people liking it and like, oh, such amazing, oh, Scandinavia is such a beautiful place. And a few people are like, "Mm, this is photoshopped. (laughs) So there was this one. I have another. Here we go. Here's image number two.
0: Yeah! Wow, that uh, rock certainly is half there. <laughs> wow. This is quality. I mean, you know, wouldn't want to have a shadow from the rock or anything, and the fact that you don't have any hazing from the moon itself in the atmosphere. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I'm thumbtacks on this one, too. <laughs>
2: yeah you you also have to
1: like the fact that even though the moon is slightly obscured by said mountain down here on the water, it's not
0: yeah that's what I was talking about with the with the shadowing and blocking yeah yep it's it's practically invisible that dense piece of rock yeah yep
1: also that moon is. Clearly been enlarged. No,
0: (laughs) I thought that's how big the moon always is. (laughs) Oh, you know, ah,
1: that one was pretty simple. Let's see if we can get the other one. Here's the other one
0: that popped up. I don't even know where to start with this one. I mean, it's like we've uh, traveled to Azeroth or something. Clouds behind the moon again. The moon just resting right there on the on the horizon. It's just it, the water's just too cold. I don't want to jump in yet. It's just, just the, so blue, so blue. The turquoise water. It's like uh, the revenge of the blue lagoon. It's like the lagoon's blue. <laughs> the lagoon spilled into the ocean, and now we have a toxic dump. Don't go swimming in that uh, body of water. Um, even you'll the rocks up... are
1: glowing. <laughs> so
0: Yeah, it's like you'll end up as bad as the movie Aquaman if you jump in that. Yeah. Uh, so there there you go. There's uh
1: three more just fantastic examples of terrible, terrible Photoshop that people have put out there and are sucking in likes and things such as that. I just I couldn't resist when I saw those. I was like, you're kidding me. Hmm. Let me bring him on the show uh one really kind of last topic i just wanted to bring up and i'll I'll be quick about it and just mention it um but got some bad news on uh thursday um and it was was right as i was leaving work um and such but uh for, for those who know i used to work at a place called gateway to science which is now north dakota's gateway to science um and i was there for about five just just shy of five years um, that I was there. And while I was there, I was the gallery supervisor and part of my job was taking care of uh, the gallery's bearded dragon, uh, Scout. And uh, it's sad to find out that uh, this this Thursday uh, that Scout passed away. So, um, Scout uh, was nine years old, um, was probably one of the best parts of that job for me um I and mean, i'm not a reptile person you know gosh sometimes we'll have to tell snake stories just so i can embarrass myself um but uh i i did love scout and you know I have a lot of memories of walking around the gallery with scout on my shoulder or uh, just letting her run around the gallery um I had one family event where I got to be known as the guy that Bearded Dragon pooped on, because while we were waiting for the event to open, I took Scout out, had her on my arm, and I'm showing her to kids, just trying to distract them, like, yeah, it's 10 minutes till the event, but hey, I'm entertaining you, and Scout uh, left a present right on my arm, and for the rest of the night, these kids who I was talking to when that happened, it's like, Mom, that's the guy that Scout pooped on. I'm just like... (laughs) so um, just it was a it was a sad bit of news um, and such so uh, I know any of my former staff out there um, there's very few of them that didn't like Scout so uh, I'm, I'm sure many of them are taking that news uh, difficult and, and such so um, not that I wish that on a sad note kidder but uh <clears throat> We've been talking for quite a while. I think it's about time we wrap
0: this episode up. I mean, is it that time already though? Is it? Yes, I still got beer. See? The brewmaster still has beer. So clearly, this isn't enough. What okay, else do what you want do to you talk wanna... about brewmaster? The the floor is yours. <laughs>
2: Well, I I don't know if I have a whole lot of uh, topics off the top of my head. I do have a a little addition from Howard's story about getting pooped on by the bearded dragon. Me and my wife about 10 years ago bought a a lizard as a pet. First thing he did when we took him outside the pet store was he pooped. And so my brother in law goes, well, you should name him William Shatner.
0: man but did he have any pants i mean you can't say that he's shat in her pants you know that's fair
2: <laughs> we ended up naming, naming him drago by the way hmm.
0: Hmm. not trogdor no
2: Trogdor Burn was the on the list the people
0: Burn and the countryside i i don't i i feel like i want to do the rest of it there but <clears throat> after yelling last weekend at, at both AEW shows, uh my voice still hasn't uh come back into the median pitch range. So <laughs> I think if I try tried to do the Trogdor on the people screaming at night, it uh, it just end up not not so good. So we'll just uh we'll just end on, on that piece there with Trogdor. <clears throat> Trogdor But Hey speaking of Trogdor Did you ever see that Derek The Homestar Runner
2: Oh yeah we spent a lot of time Watching that in our computer programming classes
0: I don't know if we ever Did that in in our computer Because you were in the same class As both of us at one point right I'm pretty sure either Junior or senior year I can't remember which Was that our senior year Jaco with the the, uh, cruise. (laughs) I think that was junior year. Okay. The spring of junior year. I think it was.
2: I think senior year was uh, Mr. Madler, and we had the other one together.
0: Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, you're going on a cruise, huh? Yes! Caribbean or Alaskan? Caribbean. Damn, no icebergs. (laughs) <laughs> what? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. High
1: school Howard was a jerk. We all know this. <laughs> I would say truth-sayer. <laughs> <laughs> uh, high school Howard just knew he had nothing to lose. I mean, he, he he didn't really care. Not that I was like overly disrespectful to teachers, but I did say that. I did chew out a teacher. That was senior year.
0: Um, But the thing is, they deserved it.
1: Yes, the one I chewed out did deserve it. Um, She wasn't a very good teacher, and I let her know. Um, (laughs) Derek, I don't know if you've ever heard that story. I don't think I have. So uh, the summer between junior and senior year, I took um, summer school. I took summer school, government, and econ. And the government teacher that I had, she was terrible. I won't say her name out loud, but uh, if you remember certain rumors about a social studies teacher who showed Survivor every Thursday in their class, you would know who I'm talking about.
2: Um, I, I probably know. I can't remember what her name was, but I had a teacher who showed Survivor every Thursday during the school year.
1: Yeah, yeah. Then, that, then you know who I'm talking about because um, that was her. Uh, she was terrible in in teaching government. Um, and just just to give a couple of examples, uh, she took our class to the Capitol building for a, uh, a tour. Um, she referred to the Capitol building, um, and, and for those who are outside of the North Dakota area, uh, the North Dakota Capitol is a skyscraper. It's not your classic domed building, uh, but she referred to it as the uh, giant petrified penis of the plains, which <laughs> great way to put it to a class of high school students. I think she was trying to earn cool points. She didn't actually set up a tour of the building. This was like her just bringing a bunch of high school students into the Capitol and us walking around and her pointing out things. Uh, It included us going into, I can't remember if it was the House or the Senate chambers, and of course, you know, they have all the desks there, and they had it roped off with stanchions, and she's like, you know, you really need to see and feel the power it is to be in these seats, so I want you to all go and have a seat. And it's like, no, I'm not going to do that. That sounds like a terrible idea. And uh, she threatened to dock our grade. Me and another uh, friend I had in the class had to, we basically had to jump the stanchion, sit down, like, oh, yeah, so powerful, so, so moving, and then quickly hop back before security came, but so terrible teacher. Anyway, she did this project where you had to bring in a government official and you had to interview them, write a paper about them, and then they had to come and speak to the class. I'm not from North Dakota, so this government official that we brought in, uh, when she said where she was from, I had no idea how to spell it. But we were supposed to turn a rough draft. This teacher was going to review that rough draft and give us notes. So I'm like, I'm going to put my best guess at how to spell it. She'll correct me. Not a problem. Well, we get our final paper back, and she docked us 50 points because we didn't change our rough draft to our final draft. And part of it was that when she wrote her note on the hometown of this individual, I couldn't read her handwriting. And so I read a letter that she wrote as an, as a, uh, I read it as a V and it was an R, but it was one of those where she had gone down and pulled away. It looked like a V kid. You not. So she docks us 50 points for not making changes because of this error because I can't read her handwriting. I go to question her about it. She proceeds to lecture the whole class because as soon as she says, oh, you know, Howard, I, I, I see you raising your hand. I know what you're going to ask about. And she just proceeds to then lecture about how you shouldn't be so proud about your writing and how you should make changes between your rough draft. My friend who I uh, was in there with, was like, what, earth is she talking about i'm like and i showed him and he's like you're serious like, yeah. anyway he he was able to get some of our points back fast forward to uh senior year fall in one of the first days of, of school i ran into her in the hall and she said hi and i said nothing and just walked past her and she made the mistake of uh saying to me oh so you're too cool to say hello and i uh i turned around and i let loose and i just (laughs) called her out and i said no i think you're a crappy teacher and i think you should have retired and i i don't think you have any business being in this school and i don't care for you and i don't like you and i don't feel the need to say hello to you i'm not being you know it's not that i'm not being polite but yeah i don't need to waste my time on you and uh, various other things along those lines i eventually turned and walked away and she didn't say anything more to me the rest of the year, but yeah. High school Howard had a chip on his shoulder when he wanted to.
2: So. <laughs> I'm still uh, trying to figure out what the town name was.
0: God, I forget what it was. It's probably like Ypsilanti. No. <laughs> right? <laughs> Howardville. It was. It
1: was something fairly common, but... You know, it, I forget what it was. It, it's there. Let me put it this way there was no V in the actual name, right? It, it actually is kind of ludicrous that there was a V. But I was like, I'm not from North Dakota. I don't know. There are weird towns in South Dakota with spellings. Hell, it's kind of weird that, you know, with Bismarck is even kind of spelled weird. It's got a C in there, you know, that. I remember when I moved up here, I was like, what the hell's with the C in here?
0: I mean, it blame the Germans,
1: (laughs) right? You know, Otto von
0: Bismarck blame him, yeah. So,
1: I mean, when she put a V on there, I'm like, well, I don't know. (laughs) (laughs) You're picking on the kid from South Dakota, okay? I I don't know, it could be some weird small North Dakota town that I don't know about that has a V in it. I don't, yeah, yeah, Uh... Bismarck. (laughs) <laughs> it wasn't that it but it was a it was a small town that i it's like a, that i had heard of you know so but yeah no classic i was trying to i was trying to think of there was something else i was thinking about just the other day here kidder i was trying to remember as i was telling this where i was thinking about oh yeah high school howard was a jerk but i can't remember what that incident was hmm. someday i'll mention it on the show when it comes back up but
0: yeah we'll get it it's all good more uh, high school stories yet to come on Beer Blues and BS Yeah, especially with the local geek potentially pinch hitting in the not so near future (laughs) I don't know April will be here before you know it man I know November's here and almost gone before we know it
1: yeah, yeah, don't remind me. I still gotta figure out a Christmas present for the wife.
0: Mm. Yeah. Mm. Well, uh there's a, a few jewelry stores having some sales right now for old Black Friday. I don't buy her jewelry. There's a I couple know, of just things, throwing
2: out
1: something. There, there's a couple, <laughs> couple of things I don't buy my wife. I don't buy her jewelry, I don't buy her flowers. And we're still married, so that has to tell you <laughs> something. I'm <laughs> my wife's not big on jewelry either, so my wife has some allergies related to certain metals and such, so she's very okay if I don't buy her jewelry because certain things trigger, so
2: makes sense so I might have a pa- pass with that <laughs> my wife's more so that she can't wear like rings and things like that at work because she's deals with food. So all kinds of crevices for bacteria to hide in. And she doesn't tend to wear necklaces. She's got her ears pierced and she likes earrings, but she's not huge on like flashy stuff. Yeah. Yeah.
1: My wife is into flowers, but she understands my objection to buying things that are
2: just going to die in a week. (laughs) It is ironic that uh, something that dies in a week is supposed to be a show of love. Um, yeah. So
1: I, I yeah, I don't buy her flowers often. I do every once in a while and then usually it it means just a bit more. Um she wants okay, she's going to hate me that I told this story, but I got time. She's about, well, she's way behind. She's still on episode 6. Um <laughs> you have plenty um, of time to move to the Cayman
2: Islands. No problem. Yeah. <laughs> That's almost yeah.
1: 30 episodes ago. I know. Uh, so I got I got some time. In fact, this is gonna be one of those things I'm gonna tell it, forget about it, and then she's gonna like eventually catch up and come home and like smack me and be like, "How dare you say that?" I'll be like, "What did I do?" Um, but man, when we were in college, uh, she she once accidentally backed up um, my my granddam kidder uh, out of a garage and caught the side of the garage and knocked a side view mirror off and she felt terrible and I knew she'd feel terrible uh, but I did buy her flowers on that one because I'm like I know you're going to feel terrible about wrecking my car so here's flowers <laughs> <laughs> she's like I don't understand how this is working I'm like don't worry about it but... <laughs> <laughs> No, I'll I'll figure something out but yeah it's tough we've kind of both gotten to a point where we don't like we both have plenty of stuff we don't need
0: anything so makes it difficult could get a home security system i, I already have one of those kidder
1: yeah mm-hmm. you helped me in, you helped me install it the last place i need to I install know. it at this place
0: ah uh-huh but, but what, what you doing tomorrow you're gonna need extra you're gonna need what am i doing tomorrow it sounds like i'm busy uh, <laughs> <laughs> you're gonna need extra pieces now that you have you know more doorways and more property to cover so it sounds like you need to go buy more cameras first yeah
1: yeah kidder, kidder i actually have your christmas gift yeah yeah it, 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 it's it's just right over here off camera Right, I'm holding it up even.
0: Yeah, I'm sure. <laughs> no, I, it's, I am. I, it's it's a one out of five. I'm sure. <laughs> <laughs> it's it's definitely something interesting, but uh,
1: uh, it, it it's here. Hmm.
0: So. Yeah. So so what what was your big surprise for the show? Recap. Big surprise! You had a big surprise. Oh, I. We hit that up in What's in Tap. I know. Let's hit it again. <laughs> I'm trying to stall, so then maybe Derek will bring us more beer. <laughs> kidder, I got to go to bed. I'm
1: like sole parent in charge here this week. Oh,
0: no. Okay.
1: <laughs> so, as much as I'm loving talking about it, Kidder, we've been talking quite a while, and I do need to go to bed.
0: <laughs> okay. Is it time?
1: I'm not doing the line a third time. No.
0: No. <laughs> okay. All right. Well, I guess it's time for some cheap plugs. So, a couple different things to remember. First of all, big thanks to the local geek for being on the show this evening. We'll we'll thank him again here in a minute. Also, the Kraken have made a start at a slow comeback. The uh, Kraken with 10 minutes 21 seconds left in tonight's game have scored two goals. Your Colorado Avalanche 7. So there's uh, your scoring update with another Avalanche player going into the box again. So, for this show, please if you would visit us on our website beerbluesbs.com that's beer blues bs.com everything right there on our website for you including where to watch where to listen our merch store to buy us a beer everything right there beer blues com. please join us
2: pint glass yeah
0: yeah uh, let the 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 camera
2: yeah (laughs) pint glass there we go
0: you can get your very own pinecloth. I like how that turned out as well. The, the real version looks pretty damn good. So it, it turned out very nice. So thanks to Local Geek for picking up one of them, their glasses right there. And they're available for sale right now. This very instant, you got the logoed version. You could get the perfect old-fashioned version if you want a supersized old-fashioned. You could get the Howard's Cave of Wonder version pint glass the iheart kidder pint glass perhaps the don't drink and uh uh, stairs (laughs) i almost forgot what it was for a second there but uh check them all out on our website if you would you know what if you like something buy some apparel right there beer blues click the merch button Other than that, a quick rundown of where we are. If you want to watch the visual version, you can find our YouTube channel through our website, BeerBluesBS.com. Or you can uh, visit the audio versions on a few different places. Number one, it's Podbean. So you can go to BeerBluesBS.Podbean.com. And uh, then you can also perhaps various versions various apps, whatever you might have, including Google Podcasts, Google Play, Apple Podcasts, iTunes, Spotify, iHeartRadio, Pandora, Amazon, Amazon Music, Stitcher, TuneIn, IMDb, Player FM, and I'm sure there are a few others out there bootlegging this awesome show as well. So if you have any of those auditory services, you can please, if you would, subscribe to your good friends here, your good brothers at Beer Blues and BS. With uh, one final piece of uh, hope and uh, sharing with you, if you would, join us on Facebook. Click the thumbs up, Facebook.com slash Beer Blues and BS, Beer Blues BS right there on Facebook. So, Just click the search button if you want to go to Facebook, or you could also just visit our website. Click the Facebook button at beerbluesbs.com. I mentioned it earlier, Killer Kidder Show playlist on Spotify with nearly 371 hours of awesomeness contained right there in one musical playlist for you so you can uh, subscribe or follow or whatever the term is on Spotify for free as well. And I mean, while you're there, checking out the podcast version of Beer Blues and BS, you might as well follow that one as well. So, for this awesome edition, jam-packed with full glasses of tasty beer, I am the man, the myth, the legend, Mark Kidder. For our brewmaster in charge, the one and only local geek, and for Howard Blues, have a wonderful day, night, morning overnight wherever whenever you are thank you for joining us for this episode of triple b and i hope that you join us again for the next one coming down the pike here real soon on uh, any of those previous podcast services that i just mentioned so as a quick reminder hopefully your glasses always at least half full There's free beer tomorrow, and we will catch you on down the dusty Tuscan Highway. So, keep on rocking. We'll see you again in the next edition of Beer, Blues, and BS. You have been listening to a UA production of Beer, Blues,
1: and BS. If you enjoyed the show, help others find out about it by rating the show or leaving a review at your podcast listening service of choice. Thanks for listening, and may your glass never be empty. UA Productions presents, A Glimpse Behind the Curtain. Kidder, I was looking at all these photos you sent me while I was talking. Yeah. Um, I, I do see you, you did include the uh, the photo, the missing photo. Uh, yes. Yes stories. Sorry, we can't air that.
0: <laughs> we can't air
1: that. Has me without the goatee. We can't
0: air that. <laughs> <laughs> that sounds like a bunch of lying BS to me. Uh, as the editor of the show, I refuse to put it out. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Junior's finally asleep. That's good. That is good.
1: He's a he's a little comedian. Let me tell you that, kidder. Yeah. Yeah. Like, I, how funny is he? Well, we're going (laughs) to, we're going to put him to bed. So, Mm -hmm. had him all snuggled up and he's going through a bit of a sleep regression right now. So, he's kind of figured out that he has a little bit of control if he goes to sleep or not.
0: Mm.
2: Yeah. Yeah. Mine's not so much sleeping yet. (laughs) Uh, I'm winning. I'm winning. Acrobat. Anyway, um,
1: so he's all snuggled up with me and and such. And I'm like, okay, this is good. He's, he's settled down. He's less moving, less kicking. I'm like, all right, I might be in the clear. This is good. Give him just a few more minutes. I'll put him in the crib and I'll be able to sneak out. This will be great. All of a sudden, he just goes,
2: Shee! <laughs> Shee!
1: <laughs> just fake snoring. (laughs) (laughs) Terrible. Like, (sighs) buddy, and he just looks up at me and smiles. (laughs) Uh Uh-huh. Thanks. Go to bed.
0: (laughs) You're not fooling me. Oh, yeah. No,
1: he, uh, one of those things I taught him at a very young age to do the fake snore and pretend to sleep. So he he does it he thinks it's funny (laughs) that's what you did you you did it to yourself i i did i i I take full uh full blame on that one I'll, i'll take it